The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Welcome to Real Estate Milestones, where we explore fascinating topics in commercial real estate with knowledgeable industry experts. I'm your host, Ben Malik, and I'm a young real estate professional who is passionate about adding value to people's lives through the incredible power of real estate. My goal is to help you discover what the heck is going on in the industry and how you can get involved. This is Real Estate Milestones, where your future in real estate lies just around the corner. Hello, everybody. Today, we have Sean Sadler and Zach Reinhardt, who are the Chief Acquisitions Officer and the Chief Marketing Officer of Pocket Properties. Now, I'm super excited to have them on the show today because, as we all know, we're trying to figure out how to get started in real estate. And they're, they're creating a pretty awesome platform, which we'll definitely get a lot into, called Pocket Properties, which the idea is to democratize real estate by allowing non-accredited investors or people like you and me who are starting out to start with $10 to invest in real estate. So um, I'm not the expert on this, so I'm gonna let them take it away, but can you guys start by introducing yourselves? Yeah, I'm Zach Reinhardt. I'm the CMO of Pocket Properties app. And uh, thanks again for having us, Ben. Looking forward to this conversation for sure. Awesome, it's a pleasure. Yeah, I'm Sean. Uh, Also very thankful to be here. I'm the uh, acquisitions officer at Pocket Properties, kind of handle uh, all the incoming traffic. Sweet. Well, so before we get into the to the awesome app you got, let's start with uh, what are your guys' first milestones in real estate? Yeah, for me, it was really, um, I came from a background of more like uh, just stock investing and crypto investing. And then I realized, you know, I want to look for a safer way to invest my um, income, a little more less risky. So I looked to the real estate market and uh, I found a bunch of syndicate groups where you need a, you know, super high entry fee and uh, decided that wasn't the thing for me. So that was my first introduction to, to real estate. Uh, and then shortly after that, I came across the opportunity of pocket properties. So I uh, took it and ran with it. So uh, that's a little bit about my background. And then uh, Sean definitely has a super deep background with real estate. So I'm sure he could he could shed a lot more light on that. Awesome. Yeah, I would probably first say my first milestone was money. Um, <clears throat> Didn't really have any of my own. Didn't really know how to convince anybody to give me theirs. Uh, so that was probably the hardest, the hardest part of all of it. So I had to figure out, you know, what was the best way to to get into this industry, create my own funds, so that I can I can move further. And and that's where really real estate education comes in. You gotta you gotta find out who the big players are in the game and kind of mimic what they do. So that's yeah. What I did. Yeah, you don't have to reinvent the wheel because uh, someone's invented it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Still seems like you guys are, in a way, reinventing the wheel or at least putting your own spin on it. So let's get into it. Um, what is Pocket Properties? Yeah, so Pocket Properties is we're a technology company that our focus is to democratize real estate investing for everybody, just like you uh, said earlier. So we really leverage the, the use of technology to uh, make these real estate funds more uh, efficient in their cap table management uh, X, Y, and Z to, you know, really be able to onboard more capital for more and more people. So that just in simple terms, that's, that's what we do. Awesome. And Sean, if you, you got any to add to it. Uh, sweet. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> sweet. So I guess let's start by talking about where is the business now and where we are, where you guys intend to be, what's your next step after um, from where you are now? 
So right now, just like just like anything else with a, a bootstrap company, your best way to to get started and get active is is with partnerships. Um, and that's where we're at now, right? So we have a, a partnership with a few people that have given our us our, our Reg CF license um, and the ability to, you know, have the use of a back office, right? What we're doing now is developing all of that backend stuff in-house so that our platform is ready to launch on its own and able to automate all of automate all of this uh, all of these things for these fund managers. Um, <clears throat> And then there'd be the next process would be getting our own Reg CF license and you know Reg D license and everything like that. That way we can further and further and further and build this this big machine that we're after. Awesome. Yeah, and with the with the final form of that would look like I'd say from a user perspective, it's something similar to you know a Weeble or Robinhood where you can go on and you know select individual properties or a fund or a debt deal where you can you know from a few taps of your phone you can go invest in a super user friendly way. So that's, that's definitely the end goal. Awesome. And I mean, that sounds really appealing to me because I have some money to invest. I have some money in stocks, but I don't have enough money for those, you know, $50,000 minimum syndications, nor am I a credit investor. So the idea of that you can start with $10 or anywhere up to, I guess, even up to those, you know, larger minimums. But um, yeah, just the fact that don't, it's a... Mm-hmm. Don't get us wrong. Like that'll never go away. We'll always have that that engine for you know Reg CF, so unaccredited right. investors can always play in this game. That was very important to us when we were creating this software. Was that everyone deserves the right to invest in real estate, no matter how much money you have in your pocket, right? So that will always be available. We will also need to make it smarter and more efficient for these big high engine real estate people, so that that money does trickle down to the everyday investor. Yeah. And I love the idea. I, I heard this um, venture capitalist say one time that, you know, the best businesses are the ones that take something that used to be reserved only for like the centimillionaires and billionaires and bring it to the rest of the population. Those are where the best businesses are. And, you know, Airbnb did that with second homes and Uber did that with private chauffeur services. And you guys are doing that with the best wealth creation there is, which is investing in real estate and um, getting cash flow and um, diversifying your risk across you know, your portfolio and not just being in the stock market. So um, I love yeah. the fact that you're doing that. Yeah. If I could add to that a little bit, it's like even uh, going back even further in history, we see uh, guys like Henry Ford, he didn't create the automobile. He just created an assembly line to make it uh, more cost effective. And then he could lower the price of an automobile so that everyday person could actually purchase an automobile. So that's kind of like where we are, um, you know, just trying to make things more efficient and allow more, more and more people to participate in. Right. And um, building on that, we have, you know, this emergence of blockchain technology, which um, everyone knows is kind of, you know, it's pretty obvious now that it's here to stay just because of the sheer power and applications of this technology, including um, smart contracts and then, you know, isolated economies. But um, I guess I want to hear how blockchain technology, like what it means to your company and how you use it in your in the business. So let's put it let's put it this way. The best way that I can uh, I can kind of picture is uh, if you were to walk into Walmart right now, the chances are of you meeting a cashier would be slim to none. They all have those kiosks right there, right? Where you can order all that stuff that your food's made, pick it up, and you walk out, right? It's to minimize the the production line and make mm-hmm. it more affordable for everyone, right? Using the blockchain solution means that we can rely on a smart track 
smart contracts rather than people, lawyers, all this stuff, right? Also in that same token, we can minimize costs, right? We don't have to pay those people because we don't have to use them. And then we, and then also at the same time with the blockchain that we're choosing, we get to limit our costs, our fees on those transactions, right? So it's just full circle. It just, it cuts out the middleman and it makes it person to person a little bit more easy. Yeah. And I mean, I would, to add to that, we have like, I think that just something so awesome about smart contracts are that, you know, right now we have paper contracts and the way they're enforced is by people, right? We have to go bring this contract, get it notarized, bring it to a lawyer. And if there's ever, bring it to a lawyer, make, write it up, bring it to a judge. And now if there's any, if there's any discrepancies or if there's any, you know, if one person in the contract doesn't hold up their end of the bargain, now you have to go to a judge and they have to interpret it and they have to figure out what's, you know, how, how are we going to make this fair with smart contracts? It's just in the contract it's written. This is what happens when these certain things happen. And if those conditions are met, the outcome is inevitably happening. So you don't have to rely on a third party where you have to trust the contract. We know the smart contract, we know will act how it says it's going to act. And now it's just up to you to hold up your end of the bargain. And you know that it's going to, it's going to work out. So um, yeah, I mean, clearly blockchain has a, you know, a lot of implications because now when you're only using $10, spending $450 on a lawyer obviously doesn't make sense. Right, right now the the billion dollars can spend that much on lawyers because they're putting in millions of dollars. But now we need like a cheaper alternative, and that's I think that's really where the power of smart contracts come in for you guys. You guys agree? Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Awesome. So you guys are on the Algorand blockchain, which I've learned a little bit about, and it seems like a very powerful tool because of the lower fees, which we're talking about. It seems much cheaper than Ethereum, and um, and you know has a lot more advantages. But I was wondering if you could. Tell us a little bit about that and um, kind of talk about uh, how Algorand works for your business and also how Algorand works for the user um, in when they're using your product. Yeah, and so like our CTO did a deep dive into a lot of different blockchain uh, companies and technologies and protocols. Uh, and he really uh, was passionate about Algorand for a number of reasons. Well, one being that they're ISO 2002 compliant, which is uh, an SEC regulation where they they, um, they cleared a couple of different blockchain protocols and payment processing uh, protocols. Uh, I think Visa's on there as well. Um, but Algorand was one of those 10, I believe there's only actually like five uh, cryptos that have been approved for that. So Algorand is definitely the leader in that space for being uh, SEC compliant. And that's something that we have to put an emphasis on. Um, and then from a user perspective, you know, they get to utilize uh, easy to use smart contract uh, capabilities and uh, just the lower fees associated with which we already touched on a little bit. So uh, there's a there's an endless list of reasons why Algorand is the perfect one. Uh, another one is that they are super uh, energy efficient. So they're also uh, carbon negative, I do believe. Um, so that their impact on the on the grid is uh, very eco friendly. Yeah, that's awesome. I hadn't realized that, but that's uh, definitely a cool advantage. I know it's a big talking point with um, regards to blockchain. So that's awesome. Um, so I was wondering if you could walk us through what the typical user experience would be like. Or I guess before we go into that, can you talk about, you know, the whole, the whole process, I guess, like how do you guys find a deal? How do you guys bring it to the user? And then once you guys upload the deal, you know, how does that work for the user? So right now it's, very hands-on mm -hmm. right um so I'll, I'll go out and find people that need to 
need to collect funding and everything like that, I'll talk to them. We'll work out a deal that, that works for them and that they believe will work for their investors as well. Um, and then we upload that deal on the platform, obviously after signatures, you know, all the formal details and everything like that. Um, and then people will actually be able to invest in that fund, right? Well, as the money's coming in, a cat, the cap table will be kept, managed, so they'll know their percentage and everything like that, right? But in the subscription agreement they'll, they sign, everything will be laid out, basically how the fund will be divided, um, how everything will be paid out, when it will be paid out, so on and so forth. Um, and then once all the money is collected, the fund manager goes on about their business, whether, like, let's say they have three years with the fund or whatever, then they'll manage that money for for three years and then it'll close out and then rents repeat. Awesome. Sweet. And then for the user, um, you know, then when, when they see a deal uploaded, you know, how, how do, what's their process? So yeah, it's, so, go ahead, John. I mean, the way, the way, we, the way that we have it right now is completely bootstrapped. So I don't, I mean, I don't hundred percent love it, but where we're going with it is right. will be iconic. Right. Um, but you, you find the one that you want, you just click on it and then you type in how many shares you want. Um, and then like once, once everything is filled in, then we'll do a capital call. That's when we'll take all your funds and everything like that. And then, and then issue it. Um, once we have this other platform built out, it'll be automatic, right? Mm -hmm. You push the button, it takes you to subscription agreement. You fill out the subscription agreement. It's emailed to you. Everything's uploaded, processed, filed. Um, for all that's got to be built out and that takes people 10 times smarter than me so <laughs> awesome luckily we have a couple of them on the team so uh yeah they're 10 times smarter than myself as well so it's not just sean <laughs> yeah well it's awesome and um yeah i mean it's I, I i think it's awesome that we're on this podcast right now where you guys are very early in the process but i think everyone really can start is starting to see like the vision and how this is like a very powerful tool and how you know, this could, you know, blow up to be a huge, a huge deal. If uh, the smart people, I guess, uh, you know, <laughs> do what they're, do what they're, they're intending to do. And, um, and obviously you guys have a big part of that too. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome that we we're, we're only talking about the beta, but we're already seeing how it can evolve into its final form, um, which will be really helpful for everyone. Um, so I know that you guys are, still early on the affiliate program, but I just wanted to bring that up because it sounds like you guys are intending to bring it back. But I just like, I know it's not live yet. And I'm sure everyone who's listening to this is like, I was not going to be live, but uh, can you tell us like what you intend that to be and kind of like what you're thinking about from a, from a high level? Yeah. And the affiliate program, um, there's a reason that every uh, company dealing with investments does it is because it's an effective way to acquire users for sure. And uh, it gives the uh, people an opportunity to speak on the product in you know a, a more familiar way. Um, being able to reach influencers with that as well, uh, people with large networks, and really spread the word of you know what we're what we're building out here at Pocket Properties to give people an opportunity to you know invest in real estate in a way that they haven't before. So just getting as many people on on that train as possible and being able to share our message is the main goal of that. Um, so yeah, we're definitely looking forward to bringing that back. We actually do have um, our, our lead affiliate, J-Mac Investing. I'll shout, shout out J-Mac. Definitely check out his uh, YouTube channel uh, after you subscribe to Ben's. Um, <laughs> yeah, so 
JMAC's been been a beast and he's brought us, you know, a bunch of users as well and talks very positively about about the project that we're building here. So, you know, just being able to have, you know, more partners in, in the, the networking space uh, just in general is huge for a company. So uh, definitely looking forward to expand on the on the affiliate program in the near future. Awesome. And so where are you guys in terms of funding? I know obviously bootstrapping, but um, yeah, like, can you kind of tell us about that process and um, uh, like what your intentions are in terms of the milestones you're trying to reach in terms of uh, growing in terms of funding and um, capital raising? Yeah, so we're, we're actually on that train right now. Uh, of course, just like anybody, anything else, you know, uh, when Amazon was being built and, and he told everybody that he wanted to sell books online, everyone told him he was, he was an absolute nut, right? Right. So it's kind of the same thing here. You know, when we tell everyone we want to we want to take all of real estate transactions and put them on the blockchain, everyone goes, well, that'll never work. You know what I mean? So we're getting all those no's because we know that we're super early in it. But the, the detail right now is trying to find it out, find out the best way to explain it to where people aren't overwhelmed, right? The blockchain, the use of blockchain is just to minimize transactions. So we don't have right. to use ACH, right? That's the grand finale. And that's making it as easy as possible. Um, that's why we're using blockchain, right? So once we get that message across that that's the use of it, um, then we probably should be coming into funding a little bit more, a little bit more easy and a little bit more regularly. Um, I wouldn't say that we're far off of being funded. We have a lot of people in the pipeline, which is it's one of those things that it's one, two, three meetings, meet four, five, six, seven people, you know, so right. it's going to make it through all the barriers. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I, I love speaking to people with audacious ideas. It's like, yeah, some people's like, this is never going to work because it's never worked for anyone else. But I mean, that shows you that, you know, no one's tried it yet. It's a, it's a blue ocean of possibility where it's not, it's, you know, it's not even a competitive market. You're the only person competing and you're, you're doing something new. And um, I definitely feel uh, I'm one of those audacious people who want to, you know, tra trailblaze, which you guys are definitely doing. Um, so I'd say not, don't be discouraged. You know, as you said, Jeff Bezos was called crazy at the beginning, but um, you see how we're at time. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that I heard maybe it was the CEO of JP Morgan, but some some big name uh, said blockchain is really going to take off when people don't even know they're using it. Right. Where it's not it's not like, oh, invest in us because we're a blockchain company. No, like that, that's like kind of gimmicky. But for you, it's like we are using blockchain to its full potential and try, we have a new technology that allows new opportunities and we're going to use this technology to provide a better service and to create more value versus just trying to use blockchain because it's blockchain where that's clearly not the case from you. And I mean, there's a reason why your companies um, only started to, you know, companies like yours have only started to take off as blockchain and the possibilities of blockchain are becoming more clear. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's really, that's, um, I think it's gonna be cool when, you know, people are going to go on to whatever website and it's going to inherently use blockchain, but it's not, it's not going to be like totally in your face where it's just like, no, we're, we're doing this because it's better. We're like, I guess like the different, so I guess you guys also are familiar with Fundrise, which is another company that's, you know, fractionalizing shares in real estate, um, but they are using blockchain to my, uh, to my knowledge. Is that correct? That's correct. Right. So can you talk, talk about how like, that i mean obviously the fees and the um transferability but uh in terms of liquidity of the shares but can you kind of talk about how um kind of like contrast what you guys are doing with fundrise and how 
it's uh you know going closer to the the actual the idea of democratization so their model would it's identical to our reg cf model mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's for it's basically for unaccredited investors right um and the only downside with that is that the the fee to store manage and withdraw money on a platform like that is highly expensive on our platform we have to charge 7.5 percent of whatever the fund value may be if it's turned fifty thousand dollars that's almost 18 grand Mm -hmm. right we don't want to take that (laughs) but we have to because those are the fees we have to pay you know we ach transfer each one of those is a dollar you know um and if we're talking, we got to pay a dollar for every ten dollars. Right. You know that's that becomes pretty expensive, especially when you're trying to collect two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? So mm-hmm. that's where blockchain becomes the solution, right? Now we don't have to charge as much because we don't use ACH, right? We don't have to charge you a dollar for that because it's only it's not even a penny. It didn't cost us a penny, right? So right, right that's the win there. Yeah, that's a that's a huge that's a huge advantage clearly. So that's really cool. And I guess um last thing I want to talk about in terms of the business is you you're intending to to bring a bring equity and debt funds onto the platform. So um I guess I know that you have in your beta a like a kind of an example of a deal that will eventually be offered more. I guess it's actually a live deal. Could you kind of talk about this uh first beta deal and um yeah, can you talk talk about that? Yeah, so like what, what goes into the beta deal is so like from a borrower's perspective, let's say you want to uh, renovate a property, you've been renovating properties for a while now and you, you have a successful track record. So uh, from a borrower's perspective, you'd fill out an application, give us kind of a little bit of your history, uh, and then you put up the project proposal with all the key details associated with it. And those key details are what our users use to decide whether or not they want to fund this project or not. So with our first uh product up there, uh, we're offering uh, our users the ability to invest in a $25,000 loan, uh, essentially crowdfunding a loan for these, these fix and flippers, uh, or just renovators in general. Um, so these come with pretty competitive uh, returns on, uh, on the investment from a user perspective, and they're pretty competitive for, for borrowers as well. Um, so like right now with the S&P down, what, like over 15% year to date and Bitcoin's down over 35% year to date by investing in a, a, a debt deal, uh, you're almost guaranteed, we can't say you're guaranteed, but you're, you're, it's as close as it gets in the investing world, uh, in my opinion, that uh, these borrowers, they when they borrow from our platform, they're putting up the asset as collateral. So they enter yeah. a first lien position, um, basically stating, you know, if they are unable to pay back the loan to our users, then, then we get the property and we sell it. So our users get paid back. Um, so that, that really makes it, you know, very competitive in a, in a bear market, especially. So like right now with the, the conditions of the market, uh, I don't know when this podcast will, will launch, but, you know, 10% returns in six months right now sound pretty phenomenal. <laughs> totally. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with that. And um, I mean, a lot of really super high net worth individuals are being hard money lenders in this market because it's a short uh, time horizon, right? So you're only locked into this deal for the, the length of the flip, which could be six months, six months, four months or whatnot. And you get a 10% uh, interest rate, like a 10% return, which is obviously really good. It also allows you to redeploy your capital in a market when maybe real estate prices have dropped and you can go 
join the equity side, which is obviously a longer term hold than a fix and flip. So um, now someone like you and me who might not have a ton of money to, you know, someone who has a million dollars can loan $25,000 and that would be a tiny part of their portfolio and they could still be very diversified. If we were to give $25,000 to someone that might be, that would be a much larger part of the portfolio. So it's not practical um, diversification, but if you can invest a, you know, a fraction, like if I could put in a hundred dollars then that would be like the same proportion as $25,000 to someone who has a million dollars theoretically. So it allows you to get that same thought process as the most sophisticated investors but in proportion to what you actually can do, which is, I think that's the key. All right, you guys ready for the lightning round? Oh yeah. Sweet, so if you could pick, if you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Let's start with Zach. Just being uh, able to know everything as a superpower, just uh, being the all-knowing kind of uh, superpower, I think would be, probably be the most useful. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I mean, that's kind of fair, I already had the superpowers so i would probably want those superpowers to have the ability to always know the right thing to say mm, that's pretty awesome I feel like that would be a win hey, that's one you might yeah. be able to develop yeah i'm on the same here. page as you sean <laughs> awesome so what's your what's each your favorite books or what's the one that's helped you the most uh i'd say recently um one that comes to mind, I actually got two that come to mind that are, I've really enjoyed recently, but one, one more geared to the marketing end is uh, Simon Sinek's Start With Why. Uh, that, it really dives into the, the limbic system of the human brain and the emotional uh, responses on, on marketing and why people make the decisions that they do. So I found that very helpful for me in my professional career. And then just another one that uh, I've really liked recently is Ray Dalio's um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the book, but it's the, oh, The Changing World Order, um, mm. where it basically talks about the cycles of world reserve currencies over the last 500 years. And it really does a great job at um, looking back at history to predict what's going to happen in the future, um, because these cycles of reserve currencies and uh, the 100-year cycle that tends to happen uh, throughout history uh, is well documented. So I definitely would recommend those two books and uh, to anybody that's uh, interested in learning about those two things. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I would have to probably say uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and Richest Man in Babylon. Awesome. These are two popular ones on the podcast, so good to hear. <laughs> and um, yeah, I know the Redalio's book's been, it sounds really interesting. I'm gonna have to check it out. I know Mark Moss is a, a big fan of that one. So awesome. Um, what motivates you guys to continue every day? Uh, for me, it's just making an impact on the world, making it a better place uh, than it was when I got here is really my main my main mission in life. So uh, I think the more impact I can have in a positive manner, uh, the more fulfillment I have as a, you know an individual. So that that's what keeps me driving every day. Uh, and just realizing that you know I came from a background that couldn't uh, necessarily start investing in real estate off the bat. So for pocket properties, being able to provide a platform that gives people like myself an opportunity to you know build generational wealth and uh, is really uh, important to me. So, awesome. Uh, for me, I mean, I, I I get more of a thrill out of real estate than I do anything else. I mean, there's there's a certain level of adrenaline that comes with it, and I don't I don't know if I can quite quit that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's yeah, fair, definitely. So, what advice would you give to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps? Ooh. That's a good one. Um, 
So someone that follows in my footsteps, well, I learn by making mistakes a lot of times. So I don't know if that's the best advice just to go out there and do it and, you know, make those mistakes and learn from them. But uh, I'd say that, uh, you know, success doesn't happen overnight and you just stick with it. Uh, if you know, if you're passionate about what you're doing, uh, stick with it and, you know, the, the, the fruits of your labor will come. Awesome. That's not bad, bad advice. I think, uh, what was it, uh, what's his name that figured out there's 8,000 ways not to, uh, invent a light bulb. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Was it Graham Bell or? Yeah. There's something to say for process of elimination because, um, you know, yeah, maybe this is not, you, you try something, maybe that's not what you want, but you know, it's not what you want, which is one step closer to knowing what you want. And, um, I definitely think it's uh, important to at least take action. If you don't know what you want to do, figure out what you don't want to do. And eventually you'll, you get there. So awesome. So I mean, besides I mean, put, mm -hmm. right, yeah, uh, for, for me real quick, I mean, if, to follow my footsteps, I mean, just real estate in a whole, I think starting with wholesaling, um, is the best way to get into real estate. I mean, 90% of everything you need to know about real estate, you can learn from wholesaling, right? It's, it's not expensive. It's, it's usually, usually done little to no money. So, right. You don't need to put any, up any capital. You just have to assign the contract before you close. So yeah. awesome. So since I put you on the spot, I'm going to give you a chance for revenge. So please ask me any question you want to know about me. Uh, how well, did you get uh, involved in real estate? It would be my question for you. Yeah. Awesome. So I've always been the entrepreneurial kid, like the shoveling snow, raking leaves since I was, you know, in kindergarten. And um, as I, I, and I, when I first learned about the stock market, I was thinking about, wow, like to invest your money and like, you know, put in the company and, and watch it grow while, you know, what you, had, you, you do the work on the front end and then you, you know, invest it into like things that you believe in and, you know, you're able to, to grow wealth and um, amass some, you know, fortune that, that allows you the, the opportunities to do the things that you're passionate about and, and, you know, continue to grow businesses. And I've always loved that spirit. But as I, you know, started investing in the stock market probably eight years ago when I was like 12 or what, whatnot, I, you know, spent a lot of time. I was like, wait a minute. Like, I want to be the person who adds the value to my investment. And like, yeah, it's, I think Apple's a great company, but like, I can't call up um, Tim Cook and say like, what's going on? Like, what you doing with my money? But if like, I'm the one who's doing the investments or if I'm even investing passively with someone who I know, like, and trust, there's a, I'm much closer to the asset. And then that, I, that's the first thing that was like, wow, real estate's really cool. And then started digging down the, the you know, digging into real estate. I'm realizing, wow, like you get, you get cash flow every month. Like you get checks and then when at the end of the day when you want to retire you don't sell your stock and then spend the money that you invested actually the investment is paying you and you're living off the income from that investment so it's like wait it's kind of like a job but you don't have to do any work you have to do the work to find the property <laughs> on the front end and um and then also you got to do the work on the front end add the value to your investment and then it you know create more value make create a better product and then you have a, even more cash flow and um i just that the the whole concept of you know, being able to do the work on the front end to create the freedom and the life that I want for myself and my family and the investors who I want to serve on the back end. That's something that I found to be tremendously powerful and um, aligns with all my goals and what I want to offer to the, to the world and to, to the people I serve. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. The lights cut off on me. <laughs> I kind of feel weird about my question. I was anxious to know what your superpower would be. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I like super speed. <laughs> I just think it'd be awesome. I mean, you know, a lot of people say flying so they can get around real fast, but I just think like, 
I've always kind of like liked being like the fast kid on whatever team I'm on. Like I love that. Like, and I just um like the idea of like, yeah, it's like moving really fast, like using my body to like the full potential. And like, I think super speed is like a super awesome, you know, be super awesome. Like to, I'm also like a productivity junkie. So I'm like the travel, like, yeah, I'm about the journey, but like sometimes the travel time, if I could just cut out the travel time, get to my destination, that'd be cool. So definitely like that, the idea of a super speed where I can, um, you know, juggle all my responsibilities real quick and then cut out that travel time. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I got actually one more for you. This is, uh, what's your favorite poster on, on the wall behind you? Awesome. So I'm glad you asked. These are actually the centerpieces from my bar mitzvah. I was, um, my, my bar mitzvah's theme was a jam band concert festival. And so each table had a different band and then that's how you knew where you're supposed to sit. So, um, to pick a favorite I mean, the reason they're on my wall is because they are my favorites, but uh, I can talk about a couple. So, I mean, I, you know, let's talk about the Red Chili Peppers. I, I went to, to Jazz Fest a couple weeks ago and um, saw the Red Chili Peppers for the first time since I saw them 21 years ago when I was a fetus. My mom actually went to the concert, <laughs> uh, Red Chili yeah. Peppers concert. And um, so they've been killing the stage for the last 21 years. I finally got to see them while, um, you know, <laughs> being a, a person. And um, they were incredible. They, were, they, they uh, have a new album. They, they blew me away. And um, so, yeah, I love the Red Chili Peppers and, um, let's give a, a shout out to our, our dude, Bob Marley and uh, Sublime. I love them too. Yeah, those are all bands I, I, I really enjoy as well. Uh, yeah, and it says something about the productivity to be able to do something well for 21 plus years. Uh, right. So really they, they came with it. The, yeah, they're, they're terrific. They came with a new album and just as good as anything they've ever come out, come out with. They're just some really talented, um, passionate people. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on. It's awesome that I caught you guys early, uh, that we, we, we get a, a sneak peek at, you know, what is to be an amazing product for the, for the world and for uh, people like you and me and anyone listening to this. So um, how can people find out more about Pocket Properties and if they want to check out your beta or even, you know, start seeing how this can work in their portfolio, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, you can go to uh, pocketpropertiesapp.com or you can just type in Pocket Properties on Google. We'll be the first one that comes up. Uh, definitely go sign up for our beta platform and check it out. Tell us what you think. Give us some feedback. And uh, we also have a, a podcast where we, we like to interview people like yourself as well. Um, and check that out as well. It's on YouTube. You can type in Pocket Properties. We'll, we'll come up on there as well. Um, but yeah, definitely check out the beta platform. Start investing. Get that 10% return. Uh, and beat the stock market for the foreseeable future, at least. So, Awesome. I love it. Well, um, it's been a pleasure to have you guys on again. And everyone, keep making milestones. Thank you.